This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 4055, for Friday the 16th of February 2024. Today's show is entitled, Four Agalmecai Applications to Protect You from Greedy Corporations. It is hosted by Hobbs and is about 19 minutes long. It carries a clean flag. The summary is four open-source iApps to protect you from Big Tech, Fox, Glaze, Nightshade, Agalmic organizations. Hi, this is Hobson Lane, co-author of Natural Language Processing in Action. I want to talk to you, Hacker Public Radio peeps, about four AI applications I learned about today. Fox is an application that can protect you from facial recognition software. It's named for Guy Fox, the face of hackers that call themselves anonymous. And then there's Glaze, a digital artwork hardening application to protect artists from deep fakes. Then there's Nightshade, a blue pill for anyone that tries to steal your digital creations. And I'm talking about the blue pill in the, in the Matrix uh, series. And then there's uh, the last one I want to talk about is the concept of agalmic organizations, which is the future of AI business in the modern world. Um, so those first three applications were invented by Ben Zhao, a Niebauer professor at the University of Chicago. He, his PhD students created open source models and thousands of volunteer artists helped to train it. Uh, they are using it to fight back against tech companies blatant, blatantly disregarding privacy protection regulations such as GDPR, the, the European regulations on data privacy. And they're also fighting to protect their own livelihoods. Many of these artists are finding that uh, models like Stable Diffusion are often trained on their art so that others can imitate their art and pass it off as, um, as their own. So uh, this is causing many of them to panic and actually decide on new careers after spending 10 or 15 or even 20 years building up a reputation. Many of them are deciding to go drive Uber until this wonderful application came along. So um, the first one we want to talk about is Fox. So Fox is designed to protect you from facial recognition software. Zhao and his team figured out a way to subtly modify your selfies and profile pictures that you put online so that facial recognition software will falsely identify you as someone else, like Denzel Washington or even Guy Fox. The changes are so subtle that you won't even notice them in your own images. Um, but the AI image processing software can't see past them. So they will always recognize you as whomever you have decided to, um, to perturb your images to look like. 
It's invisible to the human, but impossible to see past for an AI. Pretty amazing and clever application. But that was several years ago that um, Zhao invented that particular algorithm. The next one he worked on was this one that is causing artists so much grief, where stable diffusion trained on their works of art can imitate them um, and then, of course, flood the market with cheap knockoffs of their artwork. So a lot of bad actors are training AI models to imitate their style. Um, and this can ruin their livelihood. If they've spent a decade or more building up their own reputation by sharing all of their art online or selling it online, that art can then be used against them to destroy their, their livelihoods. Well, these AI, antisocial AI businesses and individuals that are stealing these reputations um, are up against a new Zhao's new software called Glaze. Glaze protects your art in the same way that um, Fox protects your face. If someone decides to train their model on uh, their stable diffusion model, it's stable diffusion is the um, text to image generation software that is open source that many people use to to train because it's because it's open source um, bad actors can train it on any th- any kind of data they would like and so they will often train it on stolen artwork um, or scraped artwork from from websites and so if if someone does this to your art that's been glazed with this glaze software from Zao, then you can then they their models will you can you can force their models to incorrectly represent your art. So for instance, if you have a drawing of a cat, then you can force the model to see that as the drawing of a dog. So that whenever it tries to imitate your style of drawing a cat, it will accidentally draw a dog. And perhaps when it tries to draw a dog, it will draw a cat. Uh, Likewise, you can also translate your own style to make it more like Salvador Dali or Picasso or whatever in the mind of the AI. Um, This shows how brittle and dumb, really, artificial intelligence often is. It takes very few pixel changes to confuse it. And it's not even visible to the human eye. A human would not be confused at all about these paintings. It doesn't, it doesn't destroy the retail value of this artwork in any way. Still, the cat looks like a beautiful cat. But, um, but, the, but the AI simply can't recognize it as a cat. Um, so that brings us to the third uh, image generation uh, software that Zhao has created. He's not yet released it to the public, um, but it is available to these artists that have helped him train it um, as part of his alpha uh, testing program. And it's soon, in the next few days or weeks, it's likely to come online. 
and you get to you're going to see a lot of it, a lot of talk about it in the news. This application is called Nightshade. Nightshade, the Nightshade model anticipates the prompts that would be associated with a particular painting or work of art that you have drawn yourself um, and put up online. And so then it takes that that text encoding or what's called an embedding vector for that image and it perturbs it slightly um, and by changing some of the pixels again. But this time... Um, it's going to change the actual subject matter of the image. So uh, rather than making it look like a Picasso or a Salvador Dali, it's going to make it look like a completely different kind of object. It's basically going to force the model to hallucinate. Hallucination is when the model uh, goes what goes off the rails and starts to draw things that are not at all related to the prompt, the text prompt or instructions that you've given the model. So these tiny invisible changes can do what's called poisoning to someone else's model that they have trained on your images that have been poisoned. So this is like the the blue pill in, uh, in the Matrix movies, where if an AI or some member of the you know the one of these um, these AI agents, one of the agents in this um, in the this alternate universe, or of of these AI models that are that live in these corporations, if if they take this pill, if they take this image into their training, then they will be stuck in that uh, virtual world of illusion and hallucination. And surprisingly, um, it only takes a hundred or so poisoned images to completely corrupt the model. And any related subject matter, um, like let's say you had paintings of mountains that were drawn that were forced to be recognized as, say, large ocean waves and cats that were recognized as dogs and, uh, and so on, then that would bleed over into all sorts of other similar objects like other animals or pets um, might be misrecognized as well. And other uh, scenes like of lakes or rolling hills or farmland or even barns might be misrecognized as mountains or ocean waves. And so your your models, the entire model, and this doesn't so this doesn't affect just the the style when when someone prompts a model to imitate your style, your artist style, then. It also affects all the other images that it's trying to generate. So uh, whenever it tries to generate a wave or a mountain or a cat or a dog or, um, uh, or other animals or other scenes, it will likely hallucinate, and which really destroys the commercial value of these models that have been trained on stolen data. And that's the whole point. Uh, you want to relegate these models to this alternate universe where they are um, being this, where they're 
relegated to being slaves, basically, of the rest of us human beings out in the real world trying to live. So these, these large corporations and their AI models become worthless. Uh, so it's a wonderful trend that we're seeing lately um, in these countermeasures to AI deep fakes. Um, and that brings me to the last example I want to talk about, which is um, the culmination of all this steganography and watermarking tools that, uh, developed by Zhao. So this is a concept invented by Charles Strauss in 2005, so almost 20 years ago. Uh, for generative AI and natural language and art only became popular in the last couple of years, so Strauss was way ahead of his time. His sci-fi novel, titled Accelerando, opens with a short story titled Lobsters, where he describes how in 2020 there will be these federated agalmic organizations. Uh, so agalmic is a concept where it's, it's associated with economics and in normal competitive capitalism economics, everyone is trying to aggregate capital or money to themselves and in an agalmic economic system, um, these organizations are trying to give away everything. We, uh, they are, it's a concept that can only exist in a post-scarcity world. And that's the world that um, Strauss was envisioning. And so he created these agalmic uh, organizations that are distributed in the cloud or federated out in the cloud. Um, and I... I'm calling them FALs, and you'll understand why in a little bit, like Federated Agalmic Organizations, FAO. Perhaps you've heard of the word DAO, and this is not the Buddhist word DAO that I'm talking about, but the crypto bro acronym called DAO for Distributed Autonomous Organizations. And a DAO is designed like a big tech leech farm, sucking up as much blood money as it can from you or anyone else that gets too close. So uh, it's typically managed with some sort of a, um, a token, uh, an NFT or an actual Bitcoin-based um, store of value in order to manage usually based on Ethereum, actually, so that it can have an algorithm that actually runs the organization without any human involved, except to periodically modify that algorithm in order to make the founders lots of money and to steal yours. But um, uh, in contrast, uh, Strauss's agalmic organizations are focused only on giving others access to knowledge and patents and copyrights and they're designed to outcompete these antisocial greedy corporations at their own games including DAOs. Uh, in this sci-fi novel um, which is set in 2020 um, he it starts out in 2020, the Lobsters chapter, but then as you move forward to about chapter three, which is where I am now, um, that brings you up to 2024, where um, the, it, 
these online agents powering these agalmic organizations become much like the Fediverse that you're seeing evolve out of the Twitter collapse. Uh, applications such as Mastodon or Invidious. These are federated um, social networks where algomic organizations can thrive, where agents can, um, can gather up information from each other and share it with each other in a very open and algomic sort of way. And these new AI algorithms developed by Ben Zhao that are in the, not in sci-fi but in the in the real world of the present, um, these applications are going to be a major tool for any kind of agalmic organizations that do evolve to fight back against these organizations. They will be going around and actively um, helping people. Um, add these watermarks to their images to either add poison pills or glazing to protect them, their style or even um, the Fox uh, watermarks to ensure that your images are false of your, of your own face or falsely recognized by security cameras and other facial recognition algorithms. So uh, that's, that's, the exciting news I have, it's really, it's an exciting time to be alive. And I hope that you also have some exciting news so that you can share it with the hacker public radio audience out here. They're perpetually low on, um, on episodes and uh, I'm recording this on my phone. So you can see how easy it is to do. And this is all just based on some notes I took from a sci-fi novel and, uh, a paper or two that I read, actually a podcast that I listened to by an interview with Ben Zhao. Uh, I'm sorry, what was his name? Uh, make sure I've got his name correct. Um, yes, it is Ben Zhao uh, from the University of Chicago. Um, he's a Niebauer, Neubauer professor, N E U B A U E R, which is. Uh, a bunch of professors from around across the United States, uh, from other universities beyond University of Chicago, that are working on social issues and culture issues and things like art. And so, um, and there's lots of computer scientists involved and hackers like you. Um, so, you can see how easy it is to record an episode and how much fun it can be and how much you can learn. So. Um, I'll try to record future episodes myself that dive deeper into the, some, some of the basics of this kind of technology um, on vectors and linear algebra and statistics that you need to, to really understand how these AI algorithms work. Um, but hopefully you can do it as well because it takes, a, it takes an agalmic world of people like you contributing your knowledge to the the federated world of all of this knowledge um, uh, to keep it spinning and uh, to keep the, um, uh, the more antisocial large corporations from devouring us with all of their, um, their AI. Uh, until next time, this is Hobson Lane signing off. Um, and as usual, program or be programmed. have 
been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Thank you.